When most people think of Indiana's landscape, they picture cornfields and flat terrain. Surprisingly, Indiana used to be almost completely covered with forests and wildlife, with a limited space filled by bare hills. Indiana's forest cover pre-settlement is estimated to be around 85%. By the early 1900s, it was at 7%. Though the urban population density has increased more and more, leaving forests less lush, Indiana still has forests to admire. In Monroe County, the Hoosier National Forest provides a unique ecosystem for Indiana residents with more than 200,000 acres comprising about half of the total public forest land in Indiana. In order to maintain a forest so large, specific procedures need to be done. Examples are prescribed fires, planting, thinning, or harvesting trees. This can also be known as silviculture. However, in other instances, forests may be used for wood resources or for other specific maintenance purposes. This can be known as logging. Logging can contribute to deforestation and forest degradation, which can lead to a change in the ecosystems and a decrease in biodiversity. The Houston South Vegetation Management and Restoration Project is a forest management proposal mainly for the regulation and logging of 4,375 acres in the Lake Monroe watershed, specifically in the northwest corner of Jackson County and a small portion of the northeast corner of Lawrence County. According to USDA, the project was created to treat vegetation and conduct related management activities to improve forest health and sustainability of the oak hickory ecosystems, while also improving wildlife habitat. However, many local individuals, organizations, and commissioners objected to this project in concerns of effects on the surrounding communities. The Indiana Forest Alliance is a nonprofit statewide organization working to protect and restore Indiana's forests. According to their webpage, the organization was founded in 1966 with the vision of a reforested Indiana where the natural ecosystems are protected, where Hoosiers can enjoy a natural sanctuary in the complex modern world, and where harvests of our unique hardwoods are genuinely sustainable. Conservation Director of the Indiana Forest Alliance, Ray Schnapp, has been working with the organization for three years to, quote, protect the forests and promote restoration, end quote. The Indiana Forest Alliance has been documenting the wildlife that lives in the Hoosier National Forest. Schnapp said, quote, a big concern is that there's going to be logging and burning in this area that is a really good habitat for endangered species of bats, end quote. There are currently seven species of bats in the Houston South area that are listed as endangered species. Schnapp explains that with the white-nosed disease, populations declined, quote, really precipitously, end quote. The team surveyed the area to see if any bats were still present in the forest and found reproducing populations of the northern long-eared bats. However, with the plan of this project, Schnapp expressed her concern for what this would do to those surviving bats. Northern long-eared bats used to be everywhere, and now there are very few. And uh, we know that they're reproducing in this forest. So, you know, so why should we log and burn in this forest when that species is imperiled so much? 
Schnapp goes on to explain how the Houston South area was picked for logging, saying that there was a confusion about whether the area was even in the Lake Monroe watershed. She also explained why many citizens and members of the city government in Bloomington have been concerned about the location and the U.S. Forest Service's admincy on the project. It's my understanding that they were actually confused initially, thinking that it was in a different watershed, but it is actually in the Lake Monroe watershed. And I don't know, it's like once they had their eye on this area, they just didn't seem to be very willing to look at other areas that they could harvest from. And we've presented a lot of arguments against it, of course, but there's a big population in the city of Bloomington that is dependent on that water supply, and they're going to mess with it. They're going to change it and disturb it. And that disturbance is a big cause for concern, and both the city and the county government have weighed in, um, asking them to reconsider, but the Forest Service has um, basically rejected their arguments. The Lake Monroe watershed is a 441-square-mile drainage area for Lake Monroe, including Monroe, Brown, Lawrence, Jackson, and Bartholomew County. Many concerns for the Houston South Forest Project were derived from worries about how close the watershed is to the lake. Bloomington, Indiana began using Lake Monroe as a drinking water source in 1967. In terms of water pollution from logging, this would most likely occur from erosion. Erosion happens when land is exposed from less trees in the area and makes it easier for water and chemicals to run into the local waterways. Forest officials have stated that they plan to use efficient management practices to ensure no harm comes to the watershed. Schnapp explains reasoning to why they might be saying this, but explains that erosion will still happen no matter how careful services are. They did a study in Kentucky where they found that The suspended sediment, which is soil that has washed off the land, was 14 times higher in a watershed where logging occurred than in an unlogged watershed. So they have these practices that are called best management practices that they can use to help prevent erosion of the soil, but they're not 100% effective. So there's going to be some erosion. It's inevitable, and no matter how careful they are, they're going to be disturbing the soil. And these are fragile ecosystems, so we just think that they should do that logging in some other watershed. Schnapp goes on to express the extreme impacts that this erosion can have, including the man-made lake tilting in. Erosion is um, shortening the life of the lake, and what are we going to do when that lake is silted in? And it'll especially impact people who are boating and hiking, And I think that those impacts will be long-lasting. One of the plans listed in the management project for Houston South is the burning of 13,000 acres, which Schnapp says won't be burned at once. However, she says there has been talk of the burns happening during the summer, which could heavily impact species that breed during this time. And they're planning to burn now in the Hoosier National Forest, they're planning to burn um, a pretty large area, 13,000 acres is specified, and it won't be all burned at once. They'll do it in sections to make it more manageable, no doubt. But they're talking about burning in the summer, which is bat breeding season. So we're concerned about that, about all the species that would be impacted by the burning. I mean, birds, they could fly away maybe, but not if they have nests. And the same with bats. The adults could fly away, but the babies 
maybe killed by the smoke and the fire. And then there are lots of ground-dwelling species like turtles and salamanders that will just get burned up. And um, that's a big concern, especially for species that are endangered or threatened, like even the eastern box turtle that used to be very common but is now um, considered a sensitive species because of habitat loss. Schnapp explains that there are many different ways to manage forests. However, people within the agency tend to use the word management when logging forests, which is not always the same, she says. She explains that the forest officials don't believe there is enough young forest, so they need to clear out the old trees. One of the other reasons, Schnapp says, for managing the forest is to make way for oak trees that are a, quote, marketable species, end quote. She says that many native species are cut from the forest because they aren't as profitable. There are lots of different ways to manage a forest, and they can be managed for wildlife habitat or recreational use, but we get sort of caught up in this little trap, maybe, where we tend to use the word management to mean logging, and it doesn't have to mean that, but that's often the way it's used, especially by people within the agency. And their idea of management, for one thing, is they say that there's not enough young forest, so there needs to be more cutting and clearing in order to allow young forest to emerge. And then they're also managing it to create more habitat for oak, because oak is a marketable species. And there's kind of like a discrimination against native species that are perfectly good trees, but they're not marketable. Sassafras and pawpaw and things like that, there's not much market for those. So they will often girdle them and kill them intentionally because they're trying to make the forest more profitable. Schnapp states that there's no reason why these trees should be cut down, saying that it should be happening naturally and follow the cycle of the forest ecosystem. She explains how this supports the food chain in return. We think that that happens naturally in an old forest when big trees fall down. You know, when they die, they, and their standing dead trees are really, really useful as roost trees for bats and birds. And, you know, that's part of the ecosystem. And then when those big trees fall, they create openings and young trees can emerge into them. And um, that is just part of the cycle. And some people would say that fallen tree is wasted, but really downed logs are a super important part of the forest ecosystem. And insects that feed on wood and small mammals too, uh, which often eat the insects, um, those are the foundation of the forest food chain. So downed logs are not wasted. They're food. And that's what keeps the forest going. On January 31st, a letter was sent from the Monroe County Commissioners, Monroe County Council, and the Monroe County Environmental Commission, requesting Forest Service officials to consider various information before proceeding with the restoration project. The Indiana Forest Alliance was part of that letter. Schnapp states that they asked for a compromise in light of such a huge project. However, a response has yet to be heard. She says this is a big issue that people are keeping an eye on, especially because of the suspense in the U.S. Forest Service officials' response. Well, we sent a letter to the U.S. Forest Service asking for more time and also uh, proposing some compromise 
where, um, you know, maybe they would burn less and burn not in the summer and limit the logging to certain areas, remove the non-native pine trees, um, but don't do the other harvesting, things like that. We, we propose a compromise, and they have not responded to that yet. So indications are the uh, forest manager has told us that they're not going to consider our requests for reducing the area of the logging, but uh, they haven't made their final decision yet, so there's still time. And I know that the Forest Service has been hearing from uh, some congressmen even, so people are, are watching this pretty closely. For WFHB, I'm Katrine Bruner.